Hello listeners welcome back to another episode of Vpod brought to you by the business cluster of IIM Vishakhapatnam I am your host Tanush Chararia a member of the Vpod team here to simplify management for you with eminent experts across domains In this episode we have with us Ms Kamalika Deka a HR leader people function expert and a TEDx speaker to enlighten us on bridging the gap of gender diversity and her role as an HR in the same Ms Kamalika Deka has over 15 years of experience as a human resource leader working across various functions from people business strategy continuum to talent acquisition from employee value proposition and brand establishment to talent pipeline creation her organizational experience spans across various multinational companies including dominos titan and apollo hospitals at present she works as a director of human resource and administration at vision spring Welcome ma'am on Vpod. We are excited to have you here with us today. Uh thank you Tanuj. Likewise, uh I am also delighted to be part of this podcast today. Looking forward to it. Sure ma'am. So just let's hop into the questions. Ma'am, since you've been working in various domains or various industries like the food chain industry for Domino's and also a prominent lifestyle brand like Titan, what are your experiences regarding the employee policies, diversity and inclusion? in the corporate world uh that's a very good question um so tanuj like um after having worked with some of the few renowned brands in india uh one common thing that i have noticed uh is like the diverse and inclusive companies they always focus to uh, nurture their talents they focus on employee experience and engagement and they try to empower employees to create an inclusive environment and this companies they strongly believe that uh, diversity is the backbone of innovation so uh, you know uh, many a times uh, money doesn't you know it is not enough to keep the employees motivated so True. employees are keen to join an organization where uh, there is flexibility there are opportunities to learn and grow and of course there is a culture of trust and respect So for organizations it's very important to help their employees to find meaning and purpose you know by giving them work where employees are able to contribute to the best of their abilities so this is what i feel and this is purely my personal opinion on this true ma'am actually even we see that nowadays this is happening and also even though that the, these management programs offer diversity quotas and encourage greater female enrollment women are underrepresented in leadership positions so if you see the stats around 4.7% of ceos and only 7.7% of board seats were held by women in 2021 why is this case when many business talks about employing a balanced gender work- workforce and not even giving substantial segment of the top leadership to women this is very true because uh, we have lesser representation of women at the leadership position or at the board level Mm-hmm. see uh women leaders are as ambitious as men and the representation of uh, the working women has increased many folds over the years mm-hmm. so it is a time that the conservative business leaders should shift their mindset and focus on balanced leadership i again mm-hmm. repeat the word balanced leadership so mm-hmm. if we look into the successful women leaders like they are or they were able to succeed on merit based on their skills and competences but not due to empathy because they are of their gender 
So one of the main problem of this issue is conscious bias. So which leaves a very little space for a woman to shine and showcase their talents. At many companies, they face headwinds that signal that there are very less opportunities for them to advance. So there are many women who experience bias not only because of their gender, but also because of their race, sexual orientation, disability, and many other aspects of their identity. So therefore, it is increasingly important to a woman leader that they look for companies that prioritize flexibility, employ well-being, diversity, equity, and inclusion. Mm -hmm. So if companies don't take care of this, the risk that they might lose their current women leaders. And also this has got an impact on the next generation of women leaders. Because I can say that, and everyone agrees that, you know, young women are even more ambitious and they place a higher premium on working in an equitable, supportive, and inclusive workplace. True, ma'am. So being uh, in the industry for 15 years, do you think that it is an issue with the Indian industry or it's the same outside uh, India as well? It is all across. It's not mm -hmm. only specific to India. It is all across. Okay. So do you think that things are changing now in India, like uh, more startups coming up and more uh, unicorns coming up in India? Do you think that things are changing towards women leaders? Yeah, of course, we have got examples of many women leaders who are leading, uh, you know, by example, who are the role models of many. So therefore, uh, as I said, uh, we should focus on balanced leadership and we should not look into leadership uh, because of the gender, but we should rather look into the leadership quality or at an individual based on the individual traits. Mm -hmm. based on the skills and competences, based on uh, the kind of work that the leader has made the leaders to follow her. So therefore, uh, it is very important that we don't bring, uh, you know, uh, the gender gap at this level of leadership. True, true. Uh, so ma'am, since we have been talking about the practices which are being done in the workplace, uh, do you think that just like rites and rituals at home, even employee engagement and organization is very important. With companies being encouraged with best workplace practices award, can you suggest some best practices to improve organization climate? Um, this is a very nice question and something uh, you know very close to my heart. Um, see, uh, as for me, um, what makes an organization a best place to work is because some of the following practices as per my individual view. Mm. Uh, the one, the foremost thing is empower your employees, you know, make them feel that the company values them, create a culture of trust and respect. The second for me is like enable a work environment where employees can find the meaning and purpose, which I have mentioned previously. And this helping them, you know, helping them to find meaning and purpose will lead to engagement and higher productivity at work. And Third is for me is like having an employee friendly policy where there is flexibility uh, and there is an opportunities for any individual to learn and grow. True ma'am. So we can even see that nowadays uh, after COVID-19 work from home has become a new normal. So keeping in quotes unquote. Uh, so do you think companies are now encouraging 
uh, work from home or do you think it will change in the near future when all everything is stable and what are your views on that now um yes uh, uh, the work from home policy was there before pandemic uh, you know but okay. i don't think that it was there for all organization and pandemic really taught us a lot hmm. so uh, yes now of late you know companies are uh, realizing or companies are convinced that there are many jobs which don't require to be at office in fact employees are more productive when they are working from home so here i would say that it purely depends on the nature of the work because i like coming from a retail background and currently working mm-hmm. for a social enterprise uh, there are certain you know uh, job roles which requires uh, their presence at workplace but there are certain job roles which can be managed remotely so mm-hmm. therefore it depends on the job role where the companies has to make a very conscious decision uh, and they need to consider uh, the employees wellbeing and the productivity and which will be a mm-hmm. true bridge between an employer and employee and that will be a win win situation for both yeah right so ma'am uh, don't you think that this work from home has become a reason for the so called moonlighting effect or you can say that some companies are now supporting moonlighting stating reasons as increasing productivity of and flexibility while others are against this giving conflict of interest as the biggest reason there is no proper label on the practice of moonlighting like in countries like us they are encouraging their employees to work in different uh, organizations or they can take up multiple jobs at a, at one single time but in india it's a little biased i don't know how to say it but you can see wipro it suddenly lays down people just because of the moonlighting effect and also swiggy up- allows their employees to work like this i see um like having worked with a qsr industry like dominos um this is a very common model um you know so a uh, company supporting moonlight uh, to a large extent has has a direct correlation with the business model uh so therefore if i take the example of swiggy that you have mentioned and having mm-hmm. worked with a qsr industry like dominos mm-hmm. they have a employment model called paper delivery and and, huh. and this is a very cost effective model for the organization and it has a di- direct impact on the manpower productivity as well as on the customer services so mm-hmm. it is a very transparent work culture beat in swiggy's dominos or you know where their employment is not permanent in nature but mm-hmm. they are employed on hourly basis mm-hmm. so moonlight is a very win win situation moonlighting of is a very win win situation for such kind of company yeah but whereas if we look into other companies where employees were fired on moonlighting and the reason was like violation of job contract mm-hmm. so therefore in my opinion it is very important that someone to abide by the terms and condition of the employment contract and there should not be any conflict of interest between an employer and an employee so ma'am uh, since we've been talking more about uh, the women side of the world you see that while feminism has always been associated with women empowerment and development we usually neglect the role of men in bringing out feministic changes to an organization being a thoughtful leader in women empowerment how do you think men's role matters in the workplace 
<laughs> of course, you know, uh, men play a very important role, uh, you know, uh, like as there is a saying that behind every successful woman, there is a contribution of men. Uh, I always say this, that, you know, corporates are revisiting their policies uh, to be more diversified. Uh, they are trying to be more inclusive. But at the same time, it is equally important for a woman, especially for a working mother, you know, like me, where the support from the spouse, because no women can progress if they are been discouraged at home. Hmm. And whichever company, you know, she might be working for, what are the best of the policies the companies might have, if she's always been discouraged at home, she will never be able to focus at work. True. So it is equally important for a working woman to get the support, to get that encouragement at home. Hmm. Now, having said this, leaving the personal aside, Having said this, I know many companies these days who are providing trainings to the male managers on gender equality and empowerment. So therefore, uh, it is a joint responsibility where men must take uh, along with women in promoting this gender equality. So ma'am, uh, do you think that this also has uh, an adverse effect as well? Like uh, if you've seen that uh, when a company is on a brink of failing, we often see women being promoted up the ranks, which is usually termed as the glass cliff phenomena. So they are actually being set up for failure. That is what the others say. What is your take on that? Uh, this reminds me of the example uh, which was uh, in the news in the year 2009, um, you know, uh, that was in 2011, uh, rather, sorry, mm. uh, when Carol Burs, who was appointed as a CEO of Yahoo um, in mm -hmm. the year uh, 2009. Um, and that time, the internet companies were really struggling. Yahoo was really struggling at that point of time. And Carol was hired on a four-year contract and uh, put forward a very strategic plan to turn things around. But, you know, after like um, she completed two years, eight months at Yahoo, um, it was over a phone call with the Yahoo chairman of the board where she was been fired, mm -hmm. right? So by now, everyone is very familiar about what glass ceiling is all about. In fact, um, in the past years, researchers have found that women have a better chance of breaking through that ceiling when an organization is facing a crisis, so therefore, in the year 2005, uh, these two professors, Michelle Ryan and Alex Haslam from the University of Exeter has termed this uh, glass cleave. So uh, this glass cleave is a phenomenon where, uh, you know, uh, the female CEOs, politician or any leaders who have been assigned a position of power at the time of crisis. So therefore, in this situation, the women find, find themselves at bit a higher degree of failure than the male counterparts. And this effect represents a very subtle yet very dangerous form of discrimination mm -hmm. that might limit the workplace diversity as well as, uh, you know, women's ability to become a successful leader. True. It kind of also... Uh just paralyzes the women's ability when this thing happens to be able to work in further any other organizations as well because it has uh, casted so bad impression on her profile 
Exactly. Hmm. True. Also, we can see that similar thing happened when uh, in the recent news of List Trust, the resignation of uh, shortest served UK Prime Minister during an economic crisis seems to suggest it. It is like, is this practice harming women's perception of leadership more than simply having no representation at all? So I have this question for you. Uh, if today Listra's resignation is harming the women's perception of leadership, uh, being the third women prime minister of United Kingdom, what about the first women prime minister of United Kingdom who served for 11 years? True. Wasn't she a successful leader? Yes, right? definitely. So therefore, uh, success of a leader is an individual trait. Um, if someone failed to succeed, that doesn't mean that we apply the same perception for all. In fact, there are many examples where a male leader was not that successful that was expected out of him. Mm -hmm. So therefore, when it comes to leadership, again, I'll say the same thing that we should remove the gender gaps and we should promote gender equality in the decision-making process. Also, bring this equality and gender diversity into the limelight. We've seen that uh, recently BCCI has announced equal match fee for both men and women cricketers. Uh, like This is a truly a shot in the arm for the Indian women's cricket team who has recently won the Asia Cup for the seventh time. But why is sports a better platform for bridging the wage gap that corporations are struggling to close? See, first of all, um, reducing the pay gap is also about being fair and respectful and recognizing the efforts and excellence that women can bring it, be it on sports or be it at corporations. Mm -hmm. So um, it is not only that sports is able to bring that, but corporations are not able to bring that. But there are, for me, there are some main causes where, because of which this gender pay gaps are there. So I have this uh, few points, which I feel that these are the causes of gender pay gaps. Mm. For me, number one is the underrepresentation of women in the leadership position. Number two for me is gender discrimination at workplace. Mm. Third is like working us because many you know, women, they prefer to work on part-time basis because mm. If you look at, you know, the working mother, because of lack of affordable or proper childcare facility, they always prefer to take up a part-time job rather than a full-time job. And this part-time jobs have got lesser opportunities than what a full-time employment can give to an individual. Mm -hmm. True. And the fourth is like the time out of the workplace. You tell me how, what is the percentage of men that have taken a career break? rather than the percentage of women who are more likely to take a career break to from their employment in order to raise our children or to take care of the elderly or an ill member in the family. So because of this, if we are able to provide this solution to this four causes, that is the underrepresentation of women in the leadership position, gender discrimination, the working hours, the type of employment, and the, the career breaks, you know, the time out uh, of the workplace. I think this will really help uh, to bridge the gap of gender pay to a larger extent. Mm. So therefore, going with your question, 
uh, it is not only that sports is able to do, but it is all across women are facing this problem. Mm-hmm. So, ma'am, since you have brought up the concept of both parents are equally responsible for childcare in countries like USA, both the parents are allowed an equal leave during childbirth, which is not the case in India. What are your thoughts on that? See, uh, in India also, I uh, there are many corporates who have adopted this parental policy. So um, the parental policy may not be like a, a maternity, you know, a leave that a woman gets for uh, six months as per the Maternity Act. But there are fairly, you know, employee-friendly policies that many corporates have adopted, even where a father has been guaranteed a paternal leave at the birth of the child. So therefore, I think with time, uh, this uh, mindset is also getting, you know, um, addressed. And yes, um, both the parents are getting equal, uh, you know, benefits out of it. But of course, you cannot compare a father and mother because after a childbirth, the kind of, you know, uh, the changes, the kind of adaption a new mother has to get into, that is very different from a father. So therefore, looking into that kind of, you know, scenario, yes, it is very important for a woman, um, you know, to be well prepared. And this six months gives a fairly good time for a mother to mingle with a new child. And Mm -hmm. therefore, um, at the same time, at the initial period, even the companies are allowing um, the father to, you know, apply for the parental leaves. That brings us to the end of this episode. Thank you, ma'am, for giving us an opportunity to host you on WePod. Your valuable insights and professional anecdotes derived from your experience and delivered to the listeners with enthusiasm are of great value to understand the current dynamics of corporate workspaces and gender inclusivity. Uh, thank you, Tanuj, and the entire team of WePod of I am Vishakha Patnam for giving me this opportunity. I thoroughly enjoyed this conversation uh, and I hope the listeners get benefited out of it. Looking forward for some more comments and feedback towards it. Thank you. Definitely, ma'am. Thanks a lot. Last but not the least, we thank our listeners for listening all the way through and we appreciate you for that. For more content on business, management and related domains to understand current trends for your professional and personal development, follow us on all leading audio platforms and social media. Stay tuned for our next episode releasing soon. Keep listening.